everybody, and welcome to Top 10 Thursdays. I'm your host, Sean Lemmy. John Otney. Colin Westman. The triumphant return of Matt Kirsten. We're we'll all see. here. <laughs> oh, God. Why are you guys hating me so much? Uh, I got nothing but love for you, brother. No, I'm talking to Colin. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> Pretty simple. Pure hatred. What are we talking about, Sean? <laughs> This week we are gathered to talk about our favorite shows, or maybe least favorite shows, uh, depending on how you look at it, because we're talking about uh, shows that just went on a little too long, or maybe a lot too long. Too many episodes. Just a little too much. A little oversaturation. They got fat. They got a really fat. Sickly, morbidly obese. And someone should have cut them off at the buffet line, but it just never happened. The Drew Carey show. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to counter most of these, but they didn't go long enough. So. Okay. Um, uh, we are doing this in honor of How I Met Your Mother, which ended this week. Um, in honor? <laughs> I, in dishonor. I think they turned it around. I think these last couple seasons have been better than the, the few preceding them. So, I think it was all worth it in the end for How I Met Your Mother. I guess. I mean, it never got, like, mediocre enough that I wanted to stop. So, I guess that's why we're not going to be talking about it on this list. But, it it could have ended a few seasons earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. It could have. It took a long time to tell this story about meeting the mother. Yeah, ninth season, it's got to be one of the longer-running sitcoms that there has been. Which is weird. You guys think you're going to watch How I Met Your Dad? Is that a thing? Yep. Is it just the opposite? It's totally different characters. Oh. I'm trying to see the the whole thing again from a different perspective. (laughs) I don't really want to. (laughs) But doesn't star like Greta Gerwig? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, at this point, I really want to just cut myself off from CBS. <laughs> I've felt kind of dirty even watching How I Met Your Mother these last few years. Just just to boost the ratings of that terrible channel. Because they got lots of shows that are going on long. Two and a half men's in, like, it's... 12th year or something. Oh, God. Even though all they have is the one man. <laughs> the title doesn't even make sense anymore. They lost the other man and a half man. Wait, what? Wait, is, is Kutcher not on it anymore? No, Charlie Sheed and the kid. Yeah, but they got the Kutch. Yeah, but he's, he's not an original man. OG man, you don't need original men on CBS. You just, like, put the title on it and you're good. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Pretty sure, pretty soon there'll be no men. There'll be all women. 
be called Two and a Half Women. But no, it'll just be called Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Women will be the spinoff. Greta Gerwig. <laughs> <laughs> She's available. Uh, so the first one I put on the list is 24, uh, which is maybe a weird choice, because I, th- I put this on here... Because it's coming back. As a show, <laughs> the, the Jump the Shark... Uh, but I feel like you guys got on board when it jumped the shark. I guess, what was the appeal of, of 24 for the for the latecomer? It felt like an event, kind of, to me. Like, when I started getting into it, it was something to do. Like, every Monday, I was like, I couldn't wait. It was really the first, like, drama I'd started watching on network television on a weekly basis. So, I don't know. Like, when I got into it, it was... Like, everyone was watching it. It was fun to talk about it the next day and all that stuff. I mean, I think for me, it was just the fact that it was advertised as, like, an action movie, but on TV yeah. every week. Yeah. And that's pretty I'm, cool. I mean, I remember getting into it in that fifth season, where things just kept getting, like, more and more insane until you <laughs> find out, that, like, the president is fueling terrorists or something. Mm-hmm. And feel like that was probably a bad place to start because every season after that could only like pale in comparison like they could never go that big again they did light off a nuke yeah that was like the first episode of that season (laughs) blew up a nuke in los angeles that was the that was the beginning of the end for me i was like wait did they wait what That was so heavy. He had just shot Curtis too, which was one of yeah, the better supporting he, like, characters. He like shoots Curtis, and the pa- camera pans over to the skyline, and there's a mushroom cloud. <laughs> All in the course of like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like holy shit! <laughs> this poor show, you know, it had such a fun concept, and then it just, yeah, it just escalated it to ridiculous extremes, um, and it kind of. To adjust for that, it kept going back to, like, having someone higher ranking than Jack believe that Jack's a traitor. Which, like, after he saved the country so many times, it's just really preposterous to think that people can't trust him. (laughs) Um, Just like what? Go ahead. Just like Wesley. (sighs) Yeah, just like Wesley. Kid From genius. Star Trek, I don't Everyone know what you're talking about. Yeah, Wesley Crusher, okay. played by Will Wheaton, King of the Nerds. Um, yeah, I watched it all the way to the end, so I guess it it wasn't. It's not as bad as some of the shows on here where we had to stop watching it because it just went on too long, got so bad. Uh, and I'm I'm excited for the the new miniseries. I think that'll be fun. Is that what it is? It's is it a full like season though? Is it twenty four episodes? I don't think so. I think it's twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Ten okay. or twelve. I think it's just there to reignite interest in doing that movie again. I mean, that and Kiefer can't seem to do anything else. I mean, he does voice work, but he's been having a hell of a time trying to put together a movie career. <laughs> it's just too crazy. Does those tequila commercials, though. Probably isn't good for a raging alcoholic. I mean, I feel like another problem with this show is that it was on network television and it had that crazy concept, so it had to, like, fill so many hours of television. 
Yeah. yeah. And it, uh, there's obviously like a lot of people are like, how many times can this one guy save the world in one day? Uh, <laughs> which probably could have been. Uh, I I remember uh, around the discussion of of True Detective, some people were like, twenty four should have been an anthology, just like a day in the life of multiple different people every season instead of just Jack Bauer every time. And I think that would have been an interesting way to go with the show, uh, but obviously they they thought Jack was too great to abandon, which I I appreciate that. Too. I doubt that ever crossed anyone's mind that was making the show. <laughs> I mean, no, probably not. <laughs> cool. CTU got attacked a lot of times for being like the counterterrorism unit of the government. It got blown up a lot. Oh, I remember the time Edgar died. That's so sad. He gets poisoned. Is that like the yeah, I remember that. That's sweet. I mean, that's sweet. Yeah, that's sweet for you because you had, like just started watching that season. You didn't care. You weren't invested in him. Yeah, I was like, arc. fuck this guy. Fuck you. Fuck you. Speaking of shows that create that reaction in people, uh, I put. <laughs> Bastard Galactica and Lost uh, together on this list because they're both shows that start out super strong uh, because of, of a bunch of mysteries that for a lot of people become really disappointing when they actually reveal uh, what's going on uh, behind everything the, the reason that all these things are happening uh I don't know if I've ever asked Nancy what he what he thought of the end of Battlestar Galactica. Um, I was a little bit disappointed just because it's not what I wanted. Like I thought it was fine. I just it's not what I wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. Like when the first time they mentioned Earth, I was like, "Oh, sweet! Like they're gonna get to Earth in like the next half a season, and then they're gonna like come to modern day Earth, you know, and try to make it work." But that I, I couldn't have been further <laughs> off, but I don't know. I, it didn't last. It was like four seasons or something. It wasn't like I don't think it was taking a toll on America. That's true. Um, it wasn't that long. But this show was so thrilling early on, and I feel like a lot of the last season was just like people obsessing over all along the watchtower and. Uh, Starbuck, like, playing piano and getting drunk and being sad all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's a difference between a show lasting too long and just the last season being worse. Like, what do you want? Like, should they just, like, have cut it off? And You know, because the fourth season isn't that long. You know, it, it's not like, oh, this is going too long. It just... You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? You sound like you're making a good point. I mean, I don't know because I didn't see this show, but... <laughs> well, I mean... I just, think, yeah, if, in, if it's just any, like one in, bad season, it's not really... Yeah, in, in any... But in any argument, not even just specific to this show, just because the fourth season was mediocre doesn't mean it went on too long. Now, Lost, maybe. How many seasons was Lost? Lost was like six seasons. Six. That's right. I stopped watching after the fifth, though. I never finished the last season. Man, that's rough. I mean, the thing about Loss is it just kept throwing on so much. Like, for me, it was really 
the time travel elements that really drew, you know drew me away because it was just too much stuff I had to keep track of. I, I couldn't get into like a a rhythm with the show. It was always jumping around everywhere. It was balancing too many plot lines. Which I guess can be a struggle for like an ensemble show to begin with, but especially one that's like ensemble show with like bizarre mysteries everywhere. Well, and, and it was uh, popular, so I'm sure it was pretty open ended. I'm guessing they only decided when they started working on sixth season that it was going to be the last. Um, and so they had five seasons of basically being able to build on whatever intrigue they wanted and expand the mythology in all sorts of weird directions. Uh, and then they gave themselves a cap, and then they had to settle everything they could in, you know, 22 episodes or whatever that last season was. And it just didn't work as well as their previous strategy of adding more and more mysteries. Uh, so, like, maybe Lost is a show that would have benefited from, like, having a set number of seasons from the get-go. Do you feel like there's a certain point where you'd say, oh, that's where... I, I went downhill for me. Uh, for me, it's, it's just some aspects of the last couple episodes are pretty disappointing. I was fine with it the whole rest of the way. And, I, and I'm not one of the people that really hates the finale of this show, or Battlestar Galactica, to be honest. Um, but there's definitely an aspect of it that really bums me out, because it is so foreshadowed and talked about uh, basically throughout the entire show. And then it actually happens, and it's, it's a total letdown. And that's, I wonder if it was even a budgetary thing. I, I guess I can't really talk about it with anybody. But there's... Jack and Desmond's destiny plays out in a really disappointing way, if you ask me. I hate Desmond. I feel like he's one of the things that ruined the show for me. What's time problem, travel. Brother? Too much time travel. <laughs> it's all his fault. You could all blame him for it. At least I can. But no, my for me it was when Dominic Monaghan's departure from the series where I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, it's always tough on a show when it loses one of its core characters or a character that is like a fan favorite. I mean, I guess with such an ensemble show, you had to lose something at some point. I think it's a great moment, though. It's a good, It's no, it's good. It's just after that, I don't know. It didn't feel the same. Though I still recommend, like, up to that point, at least, from, you know, anyone. First couple of seasons are, like, the best show I've ever seen. It was really fun. It's it's really important now, if you watch it, that you stay off of the Lost Wikia. I have. I still don't really, like, I'm not clear on all the details of how it ends, though. Uh, I'll, I'll get to it someday, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I know what's going on, but it's not much different from when I was actually watching it. Anyway, I guess both of these shows are, are a case of of disappointment, not necessarily related to lasting too long. I'm not, I'm still not sure why, the, why are they lumped together. I don't quite get that. Because to me, it's, it's, it's the same problem of, like, if they had just had a set endpoint from the beginning... I think it would have been stronger. I feel like Battlestar Galactica almost did. Maybe it did. Um, If so, it's... I'm surprised that's what they had in mind the whole time. I feel like the stuff they did with the... the the final 
Cylons would have been handled differently if they knew from the beginning that those who were they were going to be. Yeah, I guess. But, I don't know. I, I would separate them. I wouldn't put Battlestar Galactica on the list. But I also, like, don't... Like, I understand the argument, and that's kind of how this list is based on, like, whether things should have set endpoints. But you got to remember, like, money and st- stuff. Like business and <laughs> and that's and that's the weird thing about a TV show that I imagine it makes it really hard for uh, creators is that like unlike a movie, this is people's full time job like every year that the yeah. show's on, and it's got to be weird to tell them. You're like I want to be creative, and you won't have a job. <laughs> yeah. Um. But for a very clear-cut case of when that should have happened a lot earlier, let's talk about Dexter. Mm-hmm. When did everyone... I know, Sean, you saw most of it, right? I stopped after the Colin Hanks season. I said that was oh, really? too much. Well, then we stopped around the same place. Did anyone go further? Or did anyone stop way earlier than that? <laughs> I stopped way earlier. I stopped, I stopped after, after four. Yeah, me too. Uh, four is... Is that the really good one or is that three? Yeah, that was the one with John Lithgow. It's that's the good. best one to stop at. It's good, but it's like, I felt like I was watch- when I was watching that season, I realized that I hated all the other characters that weren't <laughs> Dexter. And, you know, they, they, the black yeah, guy, they were so. getting, they got rid of Dokes, who was not a great character, but he's kind of fun to watch. <laughs> My guy. And then they also got rid of Keith Carradine's character, who I liked. Uh, and then it's just yeah, all these shitty police dopes being not very compelling. I say in a perfect world, the fifth season would have been the last one, because the fourth one ended on such a climactic moment. But you did want to see where that went. But mm-hmm. I feel like after that would have been good. But they went what another three after that? After five? It was eight, right? Was How much was geez, it? Five. It was seven. The Julia Style season. Yeah. yeah. And then the, and then the, and then the Colin Hanks season. And then and the season no one watched. Or was no or was the Colin Hanks one before the Julie Styles one? I don't know. No, Julie Styles was before Colin Hanks. And then there was the season Okay. Um that none of us watched, uh which allegedly started out good but then went real bad. That was and, the one with Ray Stevenson and, then and other the, people. The final season. With, uh, I don't even know if they had a special guest star, serial killer. Didn't you watch, <laughs> didn't you watch the last episode, Sean? I did, and I remember there was a guy, but I can't remember if it was an actor that I recognized, <laughs> or just a guy. Or an actor at all. Yeah. Some guy walked on set. Extra. <laughs> Regardless of who it was in that last season of Dexter, it was just rough the whole time, I assume. <laughs> I only watched the last episode. And I did, really did not care for it. And I think we've gone into that before. Um, I, I mean, but, I've re- I was just going to say I've read into it. And I think what's especially annoying about Dexter is not only did it go on too long, it sounds like it ended not in the way that anyone wanted it to end. But I'm sure it ended exactly the way the creators wanted it to end. <sighs> uh, which is weird. I don't know if the creators were still the showrunners by the end. I, I assume they were. But I remember reading interviews with those guys and they're like yep 
like we just wanted to make sure everyone understood that Dexter is the greatest human being that's ever lived. <laughs> but it was, it was one of those moments that I was just waiting for since the beginning. It's like, oh, I can't wait to that moment when it's everything revealed, and then it never really happens. So that's like a big fuck you to everybody. Mm-hmm. Who likes what what they ended up doing? I don't know. Does anybody like that? They do, I guess. They do. He drives off into a hurricane on his boat. Isn't that it's like, sweet? It's like poetic. <laughs> then he becomes a lumberjack. <laughs> I knew it. it I, it's just a weird case of them, like, totally misunderstanding the, like, basically central attraction to the show for a lot of people, if not everybody. Uh, so it, maybe this is a case of the, sh- the show running shorter wouldn't have solved the main problem with it. Uh, but it definitely didn't help that you got season after season of villain of the month showing up, Dexter smarter than everybody, and then he kills him and gets away with it, and like everything's great for Dexter. Like, that happened too many times. Uh, it's just, it's just, it it makes the whole Miami Metro Police Department seem more and more incompetent when every week he's uh, a step ahead of them, and either misleading them with ease or just being the only one who knows what direction to go in with every case and, and it ruined it like I remember I liked Batista early on and then by the end he's like god this is the he's so bad at everything fuck this guy fuck everybody fuck everybody Deb is just insufferable uh, in the what do you la- mean she's so charming she's fucking charming uh, especially because in, in the last couple seasons she finds out that Dexter's a serial killer and she's like yep that's good you're good <laughs> you're good <laughs> it's, uh, what a bummer would it, would it have been better if everyone found out and they were just like all about it <laughs> they gave him a costume made him mm-hmm. a superhero made him a superhero Elected him president. <laughs> like, wow, he's so great. Just he's really just like, lean into it. He's just murdering people all the time. And you're like, wow, he's, he's so good at what he does. He's he president. Like, I imagine he fi- find like a turkey that was like a super dick, and instead of pardoning it, he just murdered it. He can make it legal. Yeah. Murder. He makes murder legal. <laughs> so basically, this is the purge. Purge 365. <laughs> Sweet. Is that the sequel to The Purge? I think they are actually doing a sequel to The Purge. 365. I don't think that's what it's called. But that's a good idea. It's about as good as an idea as The Purge is to begin with. I think it's called The Purge Anarchy. Because the purge, first purge wasn't anarchy. And it's like, the poster's like American flag, but it says stripes or guns. Whoa. I know. They, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They're pretty smart. Speaking of smart people, I mean, we, th- we brought up Dokes earlier. He figured out everything and then no one else figured out anything else. So everybody sucks for this show. I, I have no love for it anymore. Uh, but I have plenty of love for everybody that was Raymond. How did that go on too long? That's like nine seasons. Nine great seasons, I'm sure. Hey. 
Have you seen all of them? I've seen all enough. the episodes. I've, I've seen, seen a lot. I've seen every episode, which is weird. Now, I guess. I don't. I just feel like this show. Like it definitely prided itself on being a very old-fashioned sitcom, in that you know most of it took place on one set in front of a studio audience. There were usually no B or C stories. It was just one one main story for each episode. And so I don't think this left them with a lot of other <laughs> terrain to sort of cover in the later seasons. So I don't know. I feel like this show just got like really petty in sort of its later seasons. Like the characters are just like pissed at each other all the time. <laughs> and it got to be like a little bit grating I think I mean there was that one point where uh like Deborah and whatever Ray's mom like they just like straight up wouldn't talk to each other for like a whole arc and I was like I don't I don't need this <laughs> I thought I thought people loved Raymond and this was a show about families like everyone hates each other But it's pretty good for those first, like, I don't know, five or six seasons. I know this isn't, like, the coolest show around, but I, I think it's it's better than its reputation is, I think. Well, what's its reputation? I don't think anyone, no one hates it. Yeah, but they're just like, uh, it's just lame family sitcom. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if people say it. I just like, like, to me it's like, Two and a half steps above King of Queens. King mm-hmm. Queens also nine seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, people, money, 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 money. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, the show was really popular during its yeah. prime, so it kind of had to keep going. Yeah. See, like, I have a hard time like arguing this or like blaming anybody or like saying it should end because <laughs> it's like gotta make all the cash. Well, I and like network TV to me isn't like I don't know. Colin will probably disagree with this, but it's not like the highest art form. Like I don't know. That's, that's, can, a, that's a very be. modern perception it, because yeah. network TV used to be where the real budgets were. I mean, cable TV was always a joke compared to network up until you know maybe AMC flipped the script. It's, it's pretty recent that. that cable is home to dramas that people like yeah i know but it's it's always i'm just saying it's always been um money-making venture more than an art and i guess you can say that about anything but i don't know i just feel like if if a show is any popular it's going to go on for too long and break all of our hearts (laughs) i i can i can definitely say that the uh the number of episodes doesn't do any favors to Deborah. I just uh, hate Deborah. Be... That's the one thing I yeah. cannot watch the show. You, you start losing sympathy for her as she starts being the antagonist basically every week. I remember the episode that did it for me was one where they're talking about breast implants or something, and so I remember that one. <laughs> so Deborah, for some reason, like after Ray goes on a trip, she just pretends she has breast implants. And, you know, and Ray's like 
pretty supportive and he's like i never wanted to pressure you into anything like this and she's like yeah but do you like it and he's like uh, yeah and then she she's like pulls out the padding in her bra and she's like you asshole how dare you like these breast implants yeah, it's like she set him up for that what did she expect she's looking for a reason to be pissed at ray is that the actual line of dialogue you asshole <laughs> <laughs> they bleeped it for your network they forgot to oh yes <laughs> wiki it okay but I, I definitely had fun getting to know the brones and you know, Amy showed up later on, and we got to meet her family, which was all great. A gang of superstars, if you ask me. <laughs> sure. Just, I feel like it took them, like, a little too long to start incorporating other characters into that show. Hmm. Or you kind of got sick of the ones that they had. Which, I think it's a bold thing to do, is to just have, basically, it be a four-person show, more or less. Especially when, you know, Seinfeld and a bunch of other shows were trying to push as many storylines and characters into one show. But Raymond was just like, no, we're just going to do it in a very simple, old-fashioned kind of way. And they were good at it for a pretty pretty long while. I remember it was definitely a show I, I always noticed that they would have really long scenes. Yeah. So, Colin, do you think people get bad at it or do you think they just run out of stuff to do because because we always use the word like they just got bad at it <laughs> they, were, they were good at it like do they lose skill do they forget how to be funny like well, what do you mean when you say that what do you, what do you mean get bad at it well you just said that they were good at it for a while yeah i mean the sh- the writers and but so did the writers lose talent yeah. or like I think they just ran out of story ideas, basically. You only <laughs> yeah. have so much juice in the tank that you can yeah. use for a certain set of characters and circumstances. Yeah, that's my question. So I think, yeah, it's just at a certain point you start to kind of lose steam because you don't have how, sort of the drive and the creativity that you had at the beginning. And how often, it, like, how much writer turnover is there over the course of a nine-season show? Like, is it always the same guys from beginning to end, or does it... I mean, it varies from show to show. I think Raymond was a show that probably had a lot of different writers coming in and out. Um, And then there's some, like, I feel like Cheers was a show that lasted, like, 11 seasons, and the core of the writing staff stayed pretty pretty much the same throughout. I mean, there are definitely some changes, but yeah, I think it just varies from show to show. It's funny, just because, like, this conversation, I mean, usually when we do stuff like this, like, stuff that sucks, (laughs) and it's like, we're always blaming someone, you know? We're always, oh, it's the director, the actor should quit, or whatever. But with this, it's kind of like, I can't be mad at anyone because they want to work. Yeah, yeah it's kind of half. This happens, you know. That's funny. Can you be mad at Family Guy, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, Seth MacFarlane's like the richest TV writer? Mm-hmm. Like, when... Going. It's just when you turn 
something into a factory. <laughs> that's that's like the the best way I can describe Sunday Fox. Oh, yeah, that's, it's fitting. They produce more and more at lesser quality. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe this is the show that kind of just you know proves that maybe shows should never be brought back. I'm like, I mean, I don't know. Has that worked I mean, out for any good. show? Wasn't it good for a while when it was it, back? It was okay, I guess, but its legacy would be so much stronger had it never come back. People would be like, that was one of the greatest shows of all time. And I'd be like, family guy, <laughs> give me a break. It, it brought me Cosmo, so I'm, I'm fine. Oh, yeah. Whatever. It turned Seth MacFarlane into his powerhouse. <laughs> but that's one of those shows where, I mean, I don't know if the stories, they just ran out of story ideas, but the characters, like... I don't know if it's because they have new writers or just added more people or something, but the characters seem so vastly different from, or at least different enough from how they began. I mean, I haven't watched it for like seven years, so I'm not quite sure. I mean, everyone's kind of devolved. Like, Peter is so much more childish. Brian, they've really like pumped up his like liberalism to like this extreme level. Stewie, they've just totally made gay. That's one of the few (laughs) changes that I feel like has been kind of good, but... Like, so many dynamics have changed. Like, you remember those, like, early episodes, how they'd, like... I feel like Brian and Peter would hang out all the time, like, they're best friends. That never yeah. happens anymore. They don't now do it's that. it's Brian and Stewie. Yeah. It's like, that worked once, and like, oh, that was funny that one time. Let's just keep doing that. I, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure how to explain that. They, they're just making, like, all the wrong decisions. And, like, the fans are too stupid to care or something. <laughs> Does it seem just, like, easy? It does seem easy. I mean, I feel like that's a trap that you can get into, especially with animation. Because there's no boundaries. You can just be super lazy. I mean, you don't have to work within the confines of what's actually possible. Like, like a (laughs) real live-action sitcom. You can just make it as ridiculous as you want. And, like, let's do, like, our eighth time travel episode. That was funny one time. Let's do it seven more times. Or so however many times they've done it. chicken suit show up and we'll fight for 12 minutes. And we'll no. keep doing that. <laughs> you think they'll do just a full episode of him fighting that chicken? They could. I wouldn't... <laughs> yeah. I mean, have they, have they not done that yet? <laughs> not yet. I, I think that's the thing with Family Guys. They, they, they get like one good moment and people really like it and then they just keep keep doing it again and again. I don't, I don't know. I, I guess because they just run out of ideas. I mean, 12 seasons, that's a lot. Probably time to... <laughs> it's just it. funny to say 12 seasons, that's a lot, and then I think of another show we're going to be talking about in a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be talking about a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> I don't think there's much more to say. It's just been too on too long, and they can you know they don't have any boundaries. Yeah. So much money. It used to be a show that had an edge, and now it, no one cares, and that's got to hurt. It's got to hurt the appeal a lot. Mm-hmm. Doesn't hurt that wallet though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that's oh, yeah. Cleveland's job. <laughs> I just love how like because I've been watching Bob's Burgers like live lately. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny to see, like, oh look, Cleveland's back. It's like, why did they? Why did he go? Like, why did Cleveland need his own show? So I guess I think that was it for me. That moment, 
of like we're gonna and take Cleveland this, this minor <laughs> secondary character and give him a whole show. Who's really not that funny. No. <laughs> like he's a fine like straight man side guy, but whatever. Like the the funny Cleveland joke I remember is he like in a bathtub that's like spilling out of a, a broken house and he goes no 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 and they did it like five times <laughs> that just that does just feel like a joke that the writers had with each other they're just like it wouldn't be funny if we had a Cleveland show and then it's like at that point Seth MacFarlane had so much power and money that they just like took that offhand joke wrote it as down far and as they it could Fox. take it yeah basically like, like, uh, like, do you can, think Fox will let us do this? Like, can you believe this is happening? I'm gonna make a show based on a white guy playing a black guy. Yeah, it's a bummer. Nancy, you just watched all Friends. How'd that go? Um, it's, it's all a blur. That seems like two years ago. <laughs> How long I guess did it a take a you lot. to finish it? Um, I can't remember when I started watching. Uh, I started... Okay, I started right after my birthday. And I finished... So that was like October, late October. And I finished probably late November. Yeah, I remember when I saw you at Thanksgiving. You are like, I finished that shit, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, I didn't expect you to finish a 12-season show in a week. I guess a month, rather. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I mean, it was fun. I was kind of, like, fighting, like, the depression of being totally broke and totally sad. Unemployed. Unemployed. So you're just hanging out with your friends. Yeah, just hanging out. I'd always say that. I'm just hanging out with my friends. <laughs> my buddies in San Diego would be like, oh, what are you doing tonight, man? I was like, oh, I'm just hanging out with my friends. And they knew that, that they shouldn't disturb me if I was hanging out with them. <laughs> Serious business. <laughs> Serious business. But I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it was always like, huh, yeah, this is comfortable. <laughs> you know? And then, like, yeah, the last couple seasons weren't that great. But, like, the last season was short, so that helped. For and... me, I felt like those last few seasons were way more focused on like the romantic hookups and like pregnancies and stuff and it was less about the jokes yeah because it definitely felt like uh like we're all adults now (laughs) (laughs) like we're all married and i mean there was like a like four of the million seasons ended with a birth like it seemed like every season ended with a birth episode like even early on who was the first one Phoebe I guess yeah Yeah, I remember that triplets yeah but even that was like pretty funny because it was her sisters or her brothers triplets and that's pretty good but yeah I mean once you got to the um Ross Dayton the what's her name The black chick. Aisha Tyler? Yeah. Like, once that happens, like, why? Like, you could have just gotten together with Rachel and it'd be good. Like, we'd be done with this. <laughs> but then no, they we were... had to have that, like, six-episode arc 
which is like pretty much the whole last season arc of that. And she was like barely even in the show. <laughs> but we did get Paul Rudd, so that was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. Well, they were doing that so they could also set up, like, maybe Joey and Rachel could end up together. Yeah, for, like, two episodes. I'm like, this is wasting my time. (laughs) (sighs) But, like, again, they're all making, like, $100 million an episode, so. Oh, yeah. Like, because didn't, they weren't going to come back for another season, right? Something like that. There was some sort of bargain with the network where they wouldn't come back unless they got paid like some insane amount of money for each episode. I, I, I feel like it was a million dollars an episode uh, for each of the six principal cast members. I can't imagine. How much was Seinfeld making? Well, he was making a ton more, because guess, he was an actor was, and a yeah, writer and, and the writer. creator. Yeah. Which I'm sure was annoying to Jason Alexander. Specifically. <laughs> Why specifically? I don't know. Because <laughs> he's out there, you know, fighting for KFC money, and he's Seinfeld just rolling in it. Well, he did create the show. Did, Colin, do you feel like Jason Alexander feels like he's entitled to more money? <laughs> yes, I think Jason Alexander is very vain and <laughs> doesn't understand why the world isn't just handing him everything. <laughs> I like to go, oh, let's go with this. <laughs> Sorry to put you on blast, Jason Alexander, but we know your shit. Uh, <laughs> asshole. You thought those commercials would lead to a KFC movie? <laughs> you'd have to... I don't know. You'd have Somehow to meet the chicken. T- what? You'd have to meet the chicken. Well, yeah. You'd have to team up with Colonel Sanders. Somehow. Time travel, maybe? Time travel? Or he resurrects him. What war is have, Colonel Sanders a colonel in? Did he ever have a I Ate the Bones? I don't think so. I think this is at least a decade before I ate the bones. I ate the bones. But you know, he could, he could always come back. Yeah. <laughs> I think at a certain point he didn't he did he do like a commercial with Joe Millionaire? Joe Millionaire. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Uh, yeah. That's... What's he up to? He's probably still like a construction worker or whatever he was. My dad saw him at the racetrack. That was like 12 years ago. Was he from Seattle? I don't know. He's at the racetrack, though, plugging something. An alarming amount of reality stars are from Seattle. (laughs) We're just real real over here. Sure. Anyways, this got into weird territory. Uh, (laughs) John, you want to talk about Heroes? Yeah, Heroes should have been in one season. Everybody knows it. It's basically like the first line of the Constitution at this point is why the fuck was Heroes more than one season? Um, Because it was really good. It had like an emotional core and a fun mystery it was you know got to have superhero fights at a time 
when there weren't a lot of superhero fights available to us. And then they, like, capped it off on a pretty good note. And it should have just been done, but they started immediately doing bad ideas. Like, the first episode of season two, they're just like, yep, let's fuck this up just the worst way possible. And it went on from there for, like, three more seasons, I think. And I hated it. It was rough. I didn't even watch the last season. It was one of those. One of those where it got so bad for so long, I stopped. Which is hard for me to do. Something I'm really invested in. Uh, but they they just turned every character into someone I didn't like anymore, including having one of the actresses uh, have her character die and then bring in a new character that's her secret identical twin, and she played her uh, with totally different superpowers because I guess maybe she got bored of her superpowers or something. That was dumb. Don't do that. Tip number one. <laughs> Don't use tricks that soap operas use. So, is it worth watching the first season? Or will it just make me be like, oh, now I want a second one, and then I'll just be as cynical as everyone else? You just have to resist that urge. I feel like it ends on a little bit of a cliffhanger, but it basically settles what's going on. Basically, the first season is it's this tension between uh, these, these regular people who are suddenly discovering that they have superpowers and uh, this one guy whose superpower is he can steal other superpowers and so he's just going out and killing everybody uh, and then there's also this shadowy government organization that is trying to keep a lid on everything um, and you find you know they do episodes that focus on the backstory of each of these characters and they're all interesting and and, uh, and pretty cool, you know, it's comic booky in in, in the right way, and in, in, in the way that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. should be more than it is right now. Uh, but then, like, it starts out season two, and it's like, what if we went back in time to samurai times, and there's, like, a British guy who's a samurai, and he has the immortal superpower, so we just bury him in the ground for a few hundred years, and then we can dig him up, and then he'll be part of the cast now. Isn't that fun? Sounds pretty fun. It's not, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It seems kind of weird to say that a show should have only lasted one season, but I guess if you say the first season works as a standalone thing, I guess I can believe it. Yeah, I mean, it basically... uh, There's one government agent guy that you really get to know, and he's totally redeemed by the end of the first season um, and then as they go on from there he just kind of sucks and similarly uh, Zachary Quinto is is the the bad superhero guy and they kind of settle his arc in the last episode uh, and then they have no idea what to do with him for the, the other seasons uh, so in the end he he becomes a hero himself which is terrible um, because he's killed so many people in the most brutal way possible. His, his superpower is like he can take other people's superpowers by like studying their brains. So he, he like has a power that he can like rip your skull apart with his mind and then he like look gets a good look at your brain and then he knows how to have your superpower. Gets a, gets a good look at your brain. <laughs> it's fucking gross. Yeah. 
sounds like good watching. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about House now, friend? Yeah, well, I mainly just wanted to have, like, all medical dramas on this list in <laughs> some way. Cause so what's the maximum uh, season limit for medical dramas? Uh, I'm going to put you at... Put me? At six. Me? I can only have six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, with House, it's just because it's it became such an obvious formula that it would be like, all right, someone's going to come in with weird symptoms, the House's team will fuck around for 50 minutes, and then the last five minutes, House will come in and be like, you dumbasses, you didn't even do the right thing this whole time. And then... <laughs> And cure it in some goofy way, and the episode will be over. And then he plays guitar. Yeah. Well, that's not every episode, but that's enough of the episodes. <laughs> how often were, um, how often were, like, houses problems, like, with drugs and stuff? Like, was that an arc in itself? It was, um, I mean, he goes to rehab at a certain point, um. Man, I... And like, is he like walking around rehab? Like, you're not rehabbing me correctly. <laughs> but he lets him like fuck around with his rehab. Yeah, he waits till the end of his rehab to tell <laughs> them they did it wrong. <laughs> like, that's the fun part of the show is his totally destructive personality and how he's basically down to one friend and he just keeps screwing that guy over. Um,. And he's got like a weird relationship with with his boss because he's he's totally trying to hit that. Um, <laughs> but that's that's not really the fun of the show. The fun of the show is just him being a dick to the three people who are trying to learn how to be a good doctor from him. Uh, and if if they had less time to do it, I'm sure they would have sped up those character arcs. As as it worked out, like the three original members of his team like all well one of them leaves the show and two of them kind of like go into the background and stop being in all the episodes which is like weird and kind of sad that they just like show up every once in a while and they're like oh, fuck you house you could have just told me how to be a good doctor and said you made me a dick uh, and they bring in like three new guys I think actually four new guys uh, but then Cal Penn kills himself so he can go work at the Obama administration. Which, like, if, that's if, if you get the to show. the point where one of your main stars like is like, ghost. Uh, just like, just like, let me commit suicide so I can go work in politics. Maybe your shows are going on too long. Maybe. But, uh, I just was looking at all the other medical dramas and those shit shows run for a long time. That's a good sentence. You guys, you guys can have that sentence. That was good enough. <laughs> That's my gift for you. You called them shit shows. <laughs> it works for me. Like, Grey's Anatomy just lost another two cast members, and it's like, good god, how is this still going? Who is still on this show? What's it like? And obviously that, that just reminds me of ER, which was the same situation of just like it's a totally different cast at the end of the show. It might have, might as well have been like three or four different shows over its running time. Regarding Grey's Anatomy, didn't I think I heard they were bringing back that homophobic guy, that actor. <laughs> so like when you're bringing back someone you fired, you know, for saying really inappropriate things, maybe it's time to stop the show. Mm-hmm. Like we need him again. 
Stir up some controversy. <laughs> what do you, what'd so you, just like, what does he do? Just run around calling people slurs? Well, I mean, he did that in real life to one of the other actors. <laughs> oh. And, and they fired him for it, and now they brought him back. Because the other actors are gone. I don't understand why Catherine Heigl doesn't come back. She's just doing Zequel commercials. <laughs> That's pretty low. It's uh, more prestigious than Grey's Anatomy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I like Grey's Anatomy, but it's no Zequel. But I gotta take Zequel every time I show up to work. Go. What is it about medical dramas, Colin, that makes them unkillable? I mean, there's so many symptoms that the human body can have. It's just endless. <laughs> and does this fall into the same um, category as like Law and Order shows or CSI shows? Kinda. It's like there are so many crimes that a person <laughs> can commit. <laughs> like I feel like SVU's been on for like 20 years. Yeah. I feel I like mean, is that one guy still on it? I feel like that's basically TNT's entire programming schedule <laughs> at this point. W- which guy? Uh, the guy that's in that new family show. Oh, Christopher he, Maloney. Yeah, but he's basically playing the same character yeah. from SBU. <laughs> I don't think he is. I don't really know. You're weird to star in two shows at the same time. Hard move. I respect it. I don't know. I, I I feel like I can't say anything about Law and Order or NCIS or CSI or whatever other ones there are. NCIS. I just, I just don't know what like what that's like. <laughs> the only time I've seen Law and Order was at when I was getting my tires replaced on the car and I was sitting in the auto shop watching an episode I don't, I don't know. know like I watched a little bit of SVU and it was like pretty good except for episodes where like the crime is like the most disgusting <laughs> thing you've ever heard of and it was like oh my god I can't even watch this <laughs> do you have a specific crime in mind no Just... it was a d- dark chapter in my life okay dark chapter of America's life is the continued success of Modern Family. Uh, another show that has so much promise in the beginning but has gone on to basically reduce all of its characters to just stereotypes and basic character traits. They've all become one-dimensional. Hateful, hateful people. Yeah, it's kind of kind of as the everybody loves Raymond thing. Or all the characters just hate each other at this point yeah even though they hang out with each other all the time all the time and maybe it would have been fun to watch like as the little kids grow up uh and it's definitely been worth it for uh lily the uh the little girl that the uh that the gay guys adopt because she's mm-hmm. she's turned out to be like the mvp of the show at this point She's pretty funny. Uh, but I've turned against everyone else. So. Even Ty Burrell? Even Ty Burrell. I'm just getting tired of his shit. Yeah. Because he's like the one thing that kept me going on that show for a while. 
Yeah, I stopped watching during this latest season. And, uh, yeah. Even he. Even he was getting pretty tired. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a weird one because, you know, you figure a, a family sitcom should last a while, but we're, you're kind of just saying it should have because it got bad. Not because it kind of outstayed its welcome, it just, for some reason, couldn't last beyond the first few seasons. I just lost it. I don't know. I don't think I can really point to any moment where things went bad, but I, I really soured on it. Yeah. Oh. It's depressing. How about that? Yeah, it is. I don't know why. <laughs> How about the office? For me, like it's like it started, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is really good," and I was like, "Wait, what is ABC?" <laughs> And then it was like too late to get into it, and it's not on Netflix. And then everyone said, like, this is the worst show I ever created. And then I finally, I think it was the Super Bowl when you guys were over, and like an episode came on. And I didn't know it was like an office kind of show, and I was like, wait, this is this kind of show. <laughs> and for some reason, that really turned me off. I don't know why, even though I like The Office and Parks and Rec. I was like, I can't, I can't deal with three of these shows. So I will it, never watch it. It's weird because it doesn't treat it at all like a documentary. It just uses that style. Like, yeah. there's there's no way the last episode is going to be like the last season of The Office. Where they're like talking Which about the documentary. About. I like that aspect of The Office. Uh, that they leaned into the concept of the series. Um, yeah, I mean, that one I did guy, not like that the they cameraman, did that. That was like my favorite guy. He was so cool. It was, like, so interesting to, like, see Pam, like, almost have sex with him, but not, like, even close. You know? Okay, so, yeah, you're just going to focus on why that was a total bummer, huh? <laughs> that was the worst. That was the worst. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> like, I, I Did they, get... like, change their mind halfway through? Because they, like, totally, like, didn't commit to it at all. And it just ended up, like, you thought it was going to be this huge deal, and then it was nothing. Uh, I can't imagine that they were really were planning on ending it on a dark note like that, uh, where like the, the show, like, as much as bother? as much as The Office was about anything, it was about Jim and Pam getting together and starting a family. So like, obviously they're. I know, gonna... but like the thing is, I know obviously they're not going to do that, but like the thing was, literally nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally nothing happened. Like, nothing. Like, did they even, like, kiss or anything? No. They yeah, just, like, they were just, like... Hanging out. She, like, cried intimate. one time. Yeah, she, like, cried one time, and he comforted her. And then he, like, quit. And then I was like, okay, it's a, okay, I'm not sure. Like, do I care about this? Or, <laughs> like, please tell me what to feel. I think it was just to, to set the mood because remember at the same time like Jim was starting his company and just being a total dick. Yeah, Pam was kind of being a bitch too. It's like let the man follow his dreams. He's hanging out with Ryan Howard and stuff. Okay, so now <laughs> we're talking about The Office. I think <laughs> the problem is this show shouldn't have been even lasted to the point that you guys are talking about should have just ended when Steve Carell left 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, they just kept throwing more and more characters into that show, and you can't really replace a guy like Steve Carell. He's... Well, the... but what about Ed Helms? I mean, he, he was on The Daily Show, too, so... Yeah, but the problem with that... Like, I like Ed Helms. I think he's funny, I but... But I, I don't so think much. that character was ever very good. I don't think they ever... Yeah. Actually, I liked him in the first season... He was in when he was yeah. angry and out of control. Yeah, when, he was, <laughs> when he had super rage, like yeah. that was awesome. But then they had no idea what to do with him because they decided <laughs> to turn him into a different character, basically. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Like to me, The Office it got like kind of bad. But then I felt like the last couple seasons were good enough for me. So. Yeah, it could have ended. It probably should have ended, but I'm not too sad about it. And I really loved the I loved the last episode, so they tied it up nicely. I'm content. I'm not like super depressed like you guys are about Modern Family. <laughs> I was pretty depressed about The Office. Like the Robert California season was, was rough stuff, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is too yeah. bad, because that character had a lot of promise. This is the James Spader character. I remember you guys were, like, super pumped when he was... Yeah, around. well, because he was by far the funniest. of. They brought all those people in to audition. Yeah. To be the bot. Like, basically, they held auditions on the show. <laughs> and he was by far the funniest. Uh, and then they brought I in... Hate, the... I hated Gabe. Oh, I hated Gabe. Yeah, I think they just brought in Gabe for you to hate him. <laughs> I can't think of any other purpose for that character to exist. But, I mean, a lot of it was, like, the office became a place where you cannot get fired anymore because, like, Dwight brought a gun in and fired a shot. <laughs> and people were like, alright, let's yell at Dwight a little bit. But everything's going to be alright. Like, that was great. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> Those were Dwight was the one consistent for me. He was always good. Like I loved that kind of stuff. Well, it was interesting to me. There was one episode right before the finale where they got back to like Jim playing pranks on Dwight, and it was really fun. I was like, God, I missed this part of the show because it's been so dramatic for a while, worrying about. You know, Jim and Pam starting a family and trying to pursue their careers, and, and Dwight like becoming a more serious character who's like actually friends with people in the office now and not just a, a joke. Like, obviously, they had to develop that character, uh, especially with Steve Carell gone, but uh, they lost some of the magic in doing so. And and, and I th- I think it's also just because it went on so long that was a really long show I think I think it ended I mean this is a show that didn't make Will Ferrell funny so (laughs) that's that's weird Scrubs was sad it was also an NBC comedy and then became an ABC comedy and then it ended and then it came back as a different show and then it ended again in cancellation which god that sucks why would that happen Wow, would this is the most confusing. So confusing. Can you set up the Scrubs timeline for the show? Okay. 
So Scrubs <laughs> goes so many times. Scrubs goes on for like six or seven seasons on NBC, uh, but it is partially an ABC production. I don't know how that happens. NBC is like, look, Scrubs, you've been getting kind of bad these last couple seasons, which is true. I'd say about season five is where it, it peaks. Uh, they bring in Elizabeth Banks for a while, which is, you know, she's funly, but they don't really know what they're doing. Um, and the bromance is, is just totally out of control at that point as well. Uh, it's just maximum bromance. What does that mean? Like, basically, the, sh- the, sh- the show is about how Zach Braff and Donald Faison are, like, the greatest, most intimate <laughs> friends of all time. <laughs> so I gotta ask, how far do they take it? They take it pretty far. They, like, hug mm-hmm. and grab asses and stuff. They okay. don't, like, make out or anything. They both have wives. <laughs> is there, like, an awkward moment where they almost make out? Oh yeah, all the time. But then like, all the time, no. and their and their wives are like, "We understand that you two love each other more than you love us." Okay. They do they do a musical episode where they perform a song called "Guy Love," which is love between two guys. Of course. Anyway, NBC gets tired of this shtick and cancels it, and ABC's like, "Eh, why not?" And so it it just becomes an ABC show. <laughs> Um, and part of that results in a uh, reduced budget so some of the main characters stop appearing so often which is weird Uh, and they bring in some newbies including uh, one of the ladies from Happy Endings so that's cool that's how I got to know her um and basically the show is partly focused on them now and it's it's really weak at this point it's like okay they, this doesn't need to keep going on but I think it's a season or two on ABC before they do an episode called My Finale which is uh, Zach Braff like leaves the hospital to go on to do something else and and basically everyone bids him farewell and it's like a pretty surprisingly good funny touching farewell to the whole series uh, that it was really great, and then they retooled the show as like a, uh, like, like semi university, like, like the hospital becomes like a school for doctors, and and like the doctors become professors. Uh, but at this point, the the budget is so low that like the interns from the last couple seasons become the main characters. And the previous main characters, as professors, just kind of barely appear in the show uh, every once in a while. Like, there's maybe a episode of Zach Braff in in the whole last season. And there's a, like a, a whole new class of students that are learning from them at, like, Scrubs University or whatever it's called. So it's basically Scrubs the new class. Yeah. It's a bit... <laughs> Much like Saved by the Bell. Is yeah, but without actually calling it a new show, they just call it like season nine. That's weird. Yeah, it's a really bizarre strategic step. I mean, it's a show that never got great ratings, and somehow it just kept going. 
and it, it probably shouldn't be. So there's definitely a time when Scrubs is, I'd say, fairly innovative among shows on TV for its ability to blend all sorts of weird elements uh, and music and drama and comedy and surrealistic stuff and, and also like deeply realistic and depression, uh, depressing stuff all in one show. It was pretty good for a while, for a lot of years, but then there was too much, which I think is what this list is all about. <laughs> but what this list is really all about is the next show we're going to talk about, which is The Simpsons. 25 seasons. I'm still going. 25. like 20 minutes. No. I did go to the bathroom when you were talking about Modern Family, though. <laughs> Which is what I'd probably be doing if Modern Family was on. Like, oh, it's a good time to go to the bathroom. Anyways. Jesus. I mean, what show can stay that good for that long? Not The Simpsons. You, it's impossible. You would, have think, you would have thought, like, The Simpsons would have, like, a good season, like, a good, like, a really good 15th season. And maybe, like, the 18th season was pretty good. You know, and, you know, maybe the 21st was, like, okay. But has it just been bad for the last 10 years? I mean, I think so. Bad <laughs> and just different. Kind of the same argument with the family guy where the characters change. They seem simplified. They don't seem as complex somehow. Like, they just kind of boiled them down to very one-dimensional characters and they'll just you know they're very malleable they'll like oh let's make bart really good at drums in this episode even though that has really nothing to do with anything like i mean there's an episode in season three where bart tries to play guitar and he's terrible and i think i think that's funny it's like bart's like bad at things but it's like oh well let's make him good at this thing let's make him good at that thing you know we gotta we gotta think of something we gotta come up with 25 episodes a season let's fill in as many guest stars as we can it's just it's so not fun to watch anymore. I just tried to catch up on a few because I missed a few on demand a couple of days ago. And it's just so boring. I just kind of have it on as like background noise. It's like, I, I don't understand how the writers are so bad. I mean, that's a show where it's just been on so long. They have different writers. And I feel like it's so hard to keep track of how much has already happened that they just don't even try. Like, there'll be huge inconsistencies with with characters and what we've seen in the past. I don't know. It's like the only show where its writing staff is probably now kid, kids that grew up watching the show. Oh, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. that insane that it's lasted for so long. I don't know if there's anyone who is still around from when it was good. You know. And Do like Al Jean and Mike Reese serve some sort of role on the show still? They're probably there, but I don't, yeah. think, I don't think they write or you know do anything they're just kind of watching it making money basically just going and picking up their paycheck i mean, i guess it's all who knows like when it really went bad i feel like everybody's got a different opinion uh i'd say you could have ended it at 11 and called it a day and that'd be a pretty good legacy yeah, it just that's... i feel yeah well i was just gonna say that's around when i stopped watching because I mean, people you always say, oh, 10th season, 10th season, but that's just because it's easy to say 10. It's just like easy, to, or it's easy to say The Simpsons hasn't been good in 10 years, even though it's like Simpsons hasn't been good in like 14 years. It's just, it's an easier number to <laughs> to shoot out there. Yeah, I've been um, saying 10 years for the last like five years. It's really more like 14. 
but no, I'll, I'd I'd say I'd say about eleven would be good. But what if what I think is like the most damaging about it is like for future generations. You know, it's like they're going to be like, like if a kid, let's say he was born in like 1999, they're probably only familiar with bad Simpsons, you know, they're not going to know. They're like, oh, I don't like that show. It's like pretty like bleh. They're not going to know that like before that it was good. So the Simpsons is damaging its legacy by continuing, you know, or then there's going to be people that are like, oh, I'm going to watch all the Simpsons and then they're going to have to go through it being bad. Like, well, it was on for so long. It's got to be a point where it gets good again. Right. But as that's no, you know it's not there it's not going to happen <laughs> except for the movie that was kind of good but you know they brought a bunch of guys back so there's your explanation for that you know they brought back like john Swartzwelder and all those people that made it great it's funny that like sam simon quit as showrunner after the third season he was like there's no way this show could last any longer i've done everything we could do with these characters <laughs> and he was oh, yeah. right <laughs> uh, it's really it's really sad though because you know i want to keep you know going on to say that it was you know it's all oh, it's one of my favorite shows but it's so hard when it's been bad for so long to to say that now you know it's kind of embarrassing to even to be any kind of fan so it's weird that it like grew and became such a part of the culture like bart simpson was everywhere for a time and then it just totally went away, but the show's been going this whole time. It's, I, I can't even, like, wrap my mind around, like, this was a phenomenon, and it's not now, and it's still there. It, it hurts my brain to think about it. Mm-hmm. And how often do you hear people, like, quoting newer episodes? Don't they Never. notice that? I thought I heard, like, a couple years ago at, like, a Comic-Con... They would award, like, they had a Simpsons panel, and they would award, like, people, give them, like, prizes if they didn't bring up comments about how the show was bad. They get that so much that they're like, if you don't say anything, we'll give you a prize or something. I don't know how that worked, but I heard something about that. I mean, can, can they not take the hint? I feel like even, like, Harry Shearer's like, this show's bad, you know, I'm just, I'm doing it, but it's not that good. <laughs> And he said he said that like like nine years ago. It's just really weird. And there's no end in sight. It's gonna have to be like someone's gonna have to die. People like, have died. A more prominent person, like Harry Shearer, is pretty kind of old. He's like probably seventy. That's, that's all. Like that's that's sad, but I don't know any other way it can end. I thought That's there was that yeah. moment a couple of years ago when when it looked like maybe the end was in sight when the the cast were all negotiating to get more of the profits of the show, but they worked that out. I I honestly I honestly think Matt Groening I feel like he said this wants to get to thirty seasons just because because <laughs> it's such a how, big number. How involved is he in it? Not very. I feel like he's never been that involved. In he it. wrote an episode in like 1993. <laughs> There's what? his input. I think Matt. I think Matt Groening's written two episodes. He's always just kind of oversaw everything. You think he? I don't know. You think he'd want to be more involved? You'd think so, but no. 
Go figure. Let's go on another animated show. Okay. Let's talk about South Park. All right. Now, I probably would have agreed with this maybe like a year or two ago, but I don't know. Every every now and then, it it, it comes out with an episode that I kind of like. Like last season, yeah, they had their their Black Friday Game of Thrones three part episode, which I actually thought was pretty funny. And the George Zimmerman me, one. Yeah, to me, it's like on so infrequently that it's a treat when it's on, like for a few weeks, and then I don't think about it. <laughs> and it's, I don't it's know. Never been like terrible to me, so it's like, yeah, why not? I don't know I don't if know, it's. Like my... Yeah. I was just like those are my favorite people, so. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want. I don't know if it's bad so much as it's just like a different show. Like it's not the same yeah. show. Yeah. It just you have to enjoy it on a like in a different way. It's not ever going to be what it was in those first couple of seasons. And I'd say those first couple of seasons probably are better, but it's still kind of fun now because it's like your little slices, you know, social commentary every now and then. Yeah. So are you more in, into the like gross out stuff of the days of old? I mean, I think those are funnier, those early episodes, totally. When you had, like, Scuzzlebutt and his leg is Patrick Duffy. I mean, that's hilarious. But <laughs> I feel like they'd never come up with something like that now. Like, that's that ridiculous. It's interesting, because I would say that's the sense of humor they go for in the video game. Uh, the Stick of Truth. I, which I hear is pretty my... good. Yeah, it is pretty good. But I've been kind of taking my time with it, because I think I'm more of the... I like the, the social commentary episodes of South Park more. Like for me, the episodes that I were, were you know really stick out to me were like the Osama bin Laden episode that they did. I remember thinking that was like really funny and important at the time that they would like right after nine eleven show Osama bin Laden as like a Warner Brothers cartoon villain. Uh, and, and a, to me, that that stuff is is funnier and and a better I mean, part of the show's legacy than like. The, the Scott Tennerman episode. I well, that's still pretty later on in South Park's run. I'm talking about like from '97 to like 2001. You know, when it was just totally crazy, Monty Python esque. Like, I mean, it was way more consistent because now you look at it today, and some of those jabs that they have at society or what's in the news aren't always good. Like, I remember when they did like Ocean's Eleven parody of you know. Obama, you know, being elected, and I thought that was pretty weak. Like, sometimes I feel like, oh, we need to say something about what's going on, and they don't always know the best way to do it. Instead of just saying, we need to write a funny episode, it's, we need to just, we need to attack some issue. Like, they have an agenda, you know? Like, back then, they could just do whatever, and I feel like they're so focused on having an agenda that sometimes it misses, so I do think it was better when it first started. Yeah, but sometimes the agenda is, like, people pee in the water at water parks too much <laughs> yeah I mean do you think they probably got they probably got addicted to the current events just because they can do it so current and more than any other animated show so mm-hmm. I feel like that's almost like it's so fun for them to do that for themselves that they get caught up in doing that I mean of, you know planning ahead yeah, I mean, when it's been on for so long, it's probably way easier to write it by doing that, too. I mean, they had that making of, you know, like, Six Days to Air special 
a year yeah. or two ago, and they're just sitting around in a room like saying, "What are the issues today?" Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting, but at the same time, if like that's how they have to write episodes, I don't know. Make it does seem like they're struggling a little bit more than they probably did early on. So I don't know. It's it's good, I like in both ways and bad in different ways. So you go either way with it. Yeah, I don't think it's on the list. Alright. I don't think so. Weeds might be. Should we go ahead? Weeds. Uh, so, Weeds, I don't know if we talked about this in any other show. What killed that show is it moved its setting, which I feel like really killed it. And mm-hmm. there's probably other shows that have done that. Like, let's move it over here. And it, it did never felt the same. I don't know if we talked about any of those. But that was the thing with Weeds, that it's this mom selling drugs and like this really affluent suburban you know community aggressive and then in one of the seasons it just like everything burns down and then they never really settle in another place that feels as right and it's okay but they're always kind of like on the move and you just i don't know it's it jumps around too much and then like there's one season a couple seasons after that where it's like you know she like goes to jail and you're like well they're never going to come up with anything bigger than that but it still keeps going for some reason because we gotta we gotta do it, I guess. And it wasn't as bad for me probably because I watched it all in one summer, like the whole series from beginning to end. So like I didn't have that time to brood on it. You know, it wasn't like someone watch a season, you know, like wait a minute, that wasn't good. <laughs> like I didn't have that downtime. I was just like, well, I gotta keep going, I gotta keep going. And it's a half hour show, so it's so easy to just to just go through it. And then in retrospect, I'm like, you know, that probably there's probably some pretty bad stuff going on in there. Especially the last episode. That's like one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> in a future with like holograms and stuff. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. I, I guess mean, you, you bring up a good point about marathoning a not-so-great season of television. It's probably easier. Because I know with myself, I'll find, you know, it'll be a new episode of a show coming on on its day of the week and I'll be like I don't know do I really want to keep doing this like you have more time to think about it so you you kind of <laughs> you kind of decide to just give up on a show but if you're just watching it all you, you don't think about it as much I guess mm-hmm. I mean I don't know that weeds ever got really bad some people will probably say it got really bad it just it lost its spark and then it just kept going just because it could Three seasons would have been good. And a movie? Uh, you could have done a movie. I would have seen it. Some Kevin Nealon action in there. Oh, yeah. Kevin Nealon on the big screen, nothing better than that. There were some good guest stars later on, though, like Albert Brooks and uh, Richard Dreyfus. Big names. Old Jewishmen. That's what people like. They're pretty similar types. (laughs) (laughs) That was kind of the cool thing about Weeds is every season had its like its guest star, like who would be on like a handful of episodes or a couple guest stars. That was always something to look forward to. It's like, oh, who's gonna be? Oh, Martin Short's on this season. A lot of old Jewishmen. Is Martin Short Jewish? I don't know. He certainly seems like it. He's just Canadian. He hangs with that crowd. He's honorary Jewish. 
Another honorary Jewish person is David Duchovny. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, okay. On X Files. Yes, you've seen it all. I haven't even seen it all. I've seen it all. Because I stopped watching at the point where I think I it should have ended. About half of it. <laughs> well, it's a lot of stuff to keep track of. <laughs> that was the first show I ever watched front to back. Wow. Like marathon style. And that's a that's like, a lot, you know. Took me like a year. That's that's nine seasons, you know, like twenty three, twenty five episodes per season, all like forty yeah. something minutes long. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of time. I know, man. Now I'm doing Star Trek, so it's like holy shit. So, so when you're watching X Files, holy shit. <laughs> so when you're watching X Files, was there ever a point where you're like, you know, this isn't the same, or? Well, you know, when David Duchovny's not there, it's yeah. not the same. I mean, the star but, of your show is gone. Yeah. But, for me, it was so late in it, and I only had two seasons left, and I'm like, whatever. And I, I knew he was coming back, so it wasn't hard to get through the last seasons. And Robert Patrick is fine. He's good. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. It's just, it's not the same, because it's not David Duchovny. But just to know that David Duchovny is coming back... It was enough to get me through it, and again, it's 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 fine, you know. There's probably episodes of those two seasons that are better than some episodes with David Duchovny. So it's, you know. Yeah, I mean, some people say the show. Yeah. Some people say the show went downhill in season six because they moved the whole show from shooting in British Columbia to. California and it was always so freaking yeah, bright sudden, and it never felt the same. Yeah, all of a sudden you need to all of a sudden you need to wear sunglasses to watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> and this like Hollywood sheen to it. People are saying like, oh it's totally yeah. sold out, but I don't know, it's still good sometimes. Yeah, it's still it was just still good. fine. Th- those those are just assholes that are trying to be like, <laughs> yeah, they're sold out. That's the dumbest thing I've ever Oh yeah, because no television shows are ever filmed in Los Angeles. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I was just, I was such a big fan, and, and the last episode is so awesome. I've been wanting to go back and watch, like, just the Alien arc episodes mm-hmm. for a long time. I'll do it someday, maybe when I'm in my 30s. <laughs> do you know they only came up with that arc because Jillian Anderson got pregnant, so they came up with, like, an Alien episode, and then just went from there? Because <laughs> the whole thing was a fluke. Well, that's a sweet those are sweet episodes like when they go to the the freaking like alien fetus laboratory <laughs> it's awesome but yeah. um yeah I mean yeah it's one of those that yeah it could have ended but it was fine it didn't need to end and we got David Duchovny conclusion so yeah whatever you know, maybe if it if it hadn't gone that long, maybe Vince Gogan would have never met Aaron Paul because he's on an episode in season eight. Yeah, there you go. Maybe. And, and, yeah, there you go. So it, it no, it it shouldn't have ended because we wouldn't have met. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> well, well put. It's been so long you forgot the name of the character. Yeah. Now he's just the bitch. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, take it or leave it. I feel like you haven't complained about a single show lasting too long, Nancy. 
Well, it's just because I don't like, I don't know, I'm not like a super snobby like you, Colin. I don't need a tan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I just don't know, like, like I get what we're saying, but it's just such a, like a futile, like, like for the arts thing that like I get, but it's unrealistic to me. Like, I don't know, if, if I like something, it's not like it's... Maybe I don't watch... It's because I don't watch as much TV. I mean, I watch a lot of TV. I feel like you do watch <laughs> as much TV as anyone here. But I don't know. It's just like... I, I guess I can deal with mediocrity better than Sean can. <laughs> like, Sean uh. gets like... Sean gets like visibly depressed when he talks about like... Dexter or something like... Oh yeah, this has been a like, bummer or for like me. Or like The Office, like. But I mean, like, like Sean's view of the last few seasons of The Office are like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I can watch it. It can take up 20 minutes of my week, and I'll laugh once, and whatever. That's fine. Hey man, I stuck with uh, The Office. Some other people yeah. on this podcast just stopped watching altogether. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's like whatever. Like I don't know, it just doesn't. I don't get too too high or low on on whether my favorite show sucks now, because that's what all shows do. All shows have, you know, it's just like your favorite athlete or whatever that you know plays too long. You know, it's like, true. Is the office of baseball. <laughs> It's true. It's really hard to end a TV series well, um, and I think it's the key is the to at least yeah. not have a, an entire bad season, or two, or three, <laughs> if you can. <laughs> well, That's I mean, the, the dream. goal of all television is not to be bad. <laughs> Sometimes so, not so sure. Well. The Storage sure Wars really have, you know, like, lofty aspirations. Well, I mean, like, scripted television. You know, I just, I'm sure everyone's, like, given their best effort, so, you know, just do what you gotta do. Anyway, we've got 12 things still on this list. We gotta make some cuts. I'll do some slicing. I mean, I mean, no one watches weed, so who cares? Yeah, fuck that <laughs> shit. I watched, like, four episodes one time. <laughs> We have 11 right now? Okay. Uh-huh. I feel like... Yes? I feel like... Um, maybe all medical dramas, because it's so broad. <laughs> like, I agree, but I cannot relate to it at all. Uh, me too, just because I haven't watched... There isn't really any of house <laughs> now that I think of it. You guys are missing out, uh, uh, but maybe not on all of it. Just on mm-hmm. some of it. <laughs> I feel like that's totally a show I could just watch on like cable. Now that I have cable, it's kind of it's not a big deal. Yeah. We're just on Netflix, I imagine. No? I don't know, it takes a lot for me to, like, watch a show on Netflix. Like, to commit to 
pressing start. Because that's in your viewed history forever. Yeah, man. And then, before you know it, it'll be suggesting that I watch something I don't want to watch. The Bernie Mac show. <laughs> Everybody hates Chris. That show's not Mac that bad. Looking like it was always super hot. Like, like, what, like the whole show was tinted yellow. <laughs> and like Bernie Mac sweating all the time. <laughs> they just filmed everything with these huge like spotlights. America. Rest right. in peace. Yeah, I can't speak for the shows here I haven't seen. Um, I didn't feel like I everybody loves Raymond was like... that that harsh. Mm. Yeah. I would put X Files ten. It wasn't just that terrible of a dip in quality. Okay, so X Files or Raymond, which is ten, which one's nine? I, I mean, X Files only had two two more seasons after it got weird, and it was still kind of good, off and on. Yeah. It's never like God, why would this end? Because I feel like everyone knew it was kind of kind of end soon. Even back then, yeah. I feel like people knew. I'm not I like, like that. I'm not. I that. was gonna say Friends. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say Modern Family. Ooh, okay. That's like Sean's number one. Well, it's a weird case because it, it didn't. It hasn't lasted that long. It just got kind of bad. A little Recent, too early. It hasn't even. Yeah, it hasn't even ended yet, has it? No, it's on what fifth or sixth season. Going strong. It hasn't been around that long. ABC's Crown Jewel. Maybe I don't know. I don't watch ABC. They probably have some crime drama. Eats the ratings a lot. Probably like Scandal or something. Jimmy Kimmel. Yes. I love Jimmy Kimmel. He's good at eating things alive. <laughs> Zing. Okay. Uh, oh, so it, you can so go th- Modern Family or Friends for the next two spots? I think Friends, sure. personally. I remember watching it as a kid and not being, and still enjoying it just as a kid. Yeah, it's fine. It's not like bad. She's like, why? Yeah. It's more like it could have been on more if they. Well, I guess this is true for anything if they wrote better episodes. <laughs> but it was just like, yeah. there's so there's so many like, wait, why, wait, why do I, why, why are you here? What are you doing? Like, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> what happened to my friends? <laughs> just turned into what Jack Bauer watching these shows. God, if he joined friends. <laughs> what have you done with my friends? Would you love to see like an action drama like show, but it's done in like a traditional sitcom format? <laughs> it's like some guy who just wakes up and he has like this weird like sitcom family. I feel like he's brainwashed. He's like a Wilson-like neighbor that he has to kill. What's it to kill him? <laughs> well, he, he, tor- was- he torches him for information. <laughs> It ends How many up seasons just tool time. <laughs> Home Improvement was like 15 seasons. It was ridiculous. All <laughs> <laughs> great. Because uh, it maintained the exact same level of quality the entire time. <laughs> Even when Brad got that weird haircut. <laughs> you remember that, that season? It's huh? gonna sink a show. I don't know. 
What about when JTT left? He went to college. When he left, AKA no, he went to like. Die. He went to like Costa Rica. To like, do some work. They had to have taken. There were eight seasons of Home Improvement, according to the internet, which that's just very small. I guess I would put Heroes at number six because for the majority of its runtime, it was bad. Like, so maybe, maybe it's just a bad show. I mean, maybe it didn't even go on long enough for this list. How many seasons was it? Three? I think it was four. I think I watched two many. seasons, and I was like, this is bad. And then I stopped, and there was another, and then it got canceled. Mm-hmm. There you go. So we've got our final five. Can we just put Simpsons at number one right now? I, I think it goes without saying, but yeah, yeah. we'll right. get there. It's get got at least 14 years on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I would put Office next. That sounds about right. Okay. And then, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've seen Scrubs, but not that much. The way Sean describes the last few seasons seems pretty crazy. <laughs> Like yeah, they it's, really didn't know what to do. It's weird because it's not nearly as harsh a dip in quality as some of the other shows we've talked about, but it's like a format change and a cast change that's totally a mistake. Like you, you, you waited too long to introduce these new characters. We already, we already picked the people we like and invested in them, and we don't care about these new ones now. The funny thing to me is that, that it didn't even get good ratings. Yeah, it really like they could have canceled it. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just like, yeah, fuck it. Right, Sean? Remember when the, like, a couple of the Power Rangers left and they brought in some new Power Rangers? <laughs> yeah. It was, like, it was like that. It was like, obviously, I'm not going to care about these new Power Rangers as much as the old ones. You didn't like Rocky? <laughs> Compared to Jason? Hell no. Yeah, those are pretty, pretty great <laughs> characters. I would go. He has never equaled the same level of blockhead. <laughs> Scrubs, Dexter, Family Guy. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. So Dexter is Family Guy two. is number three. three. Yeah, but I, don't I know. guess. I mean, I, I could flip Family Guy and Dexter if it's important. To I mean, the way I see it is, it sounds like the end of Dexter was so insultingly bad. But it already set. Yeah, but Family Guy, it's still going. It's still on. Like, maybe its ending will be even worse or something, you know? Remember yeah, that Killing like, Brian thing no that one... they did recently? And then <laughs> they brought him back? Yeah, but no one's like... No one's wondering how Family Guy's going to end. <laughs> it's going to end with a chicken fight. Yeah, a 20-minute chicken <laughs> fight. And then he kills Peter. I'm sure it'll be like an hour episode. An hour-long chicken fight. Yeah, yeah. No commercials brought to you by Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess Family Guy should be, too. Just because of the how much of it there is, and there's no end in sight. I'll go with it, but I feel like Family Guy. If I watched it now, it would 
basically meet my expectations. You'd Dexter, think so. And Dexter dropped so far below my expectations. Like, it, w it was a smart show. Or at least I thought. Mm, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> anyway, our uh, top ten... Uh, TV shows that uh, I don't know outstate their welcome just went on too long number 10 X-Files number 9 Everybody Loves Raymond number 8 Friends number 7 Modern Family number 6 Heroes number 5 The Office number 4 Scrubs number 3 Dexter number 2 Family Guy and number 1 obviously no doubt about it gotta be The Simpsons uh, and if you would like to do the Bartman and head on over to mildlyplease.com and check out our writing and find other episodes of the podcast at itunes.com, that'd just be totally radical, bro. And if you don't do that, you can eat my shorts. <laughs> I'll catch you guys later. Oh, no!